The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human being and are solely the property of the Brightside Chat. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the Bright Side and issue number 162. That, that's where we're at, right, John? Uh, if you say it is, it is. <laughs> I, I, I will not question you. I know. I was actually going to throw a record scratch in there just for fun. Um, it's been a while since we've had a normal open. It has. <laughs> and it's uh, been a while since you and I have had a normal day. Uh, yeah. It's been a, been a long week. Um, it has. Yeah. So, um, why don't we uh, why don't we head on into the store and talk about it there, Coffee Boy? Sounds good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, we're in the store. We are some semblance of normalcy here. So, for those who haven't been paying attention or hadn't hear my two-minute podcast from Friday on my other podcast. Did you hear that one? No, I saw that it was two minutes, and <laughs> I pretty much knew exactly what it said. Yeah, so. well, we've been talking, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll tell the story. Uh, yeah, most people don't know. Yeah, I actually tested positive this past week. You uh, did. So when John and I recorded last week, luckily we had a country between us. Yeah, we were joking about social distancing, and then we both still got each other sicker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John, to be fair, you always do make me sick. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You kind of stepped into that one. (laughs) I I did. I did. (laughs) No, yeah. it's You were actually a little worse than I was last Tuesday. I was. When we recorded. You got hit a little harder than me towards the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like. Um, yeah, I, I, I tell people, I kind of like the ball starts rolling down the hill and it's like, it just picked up speed and then just fell off the cliff. Um, by Wednesday, I couldn't talk. My throat was killing me. I couldn't eat. I didn't eat for like three days. Um, yeah, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. But like, like we were saying before, I've had worse. I've had, uh, I've had better. I've had worse flus. I've had better flus. Um, but, um, you know takes a little while to your body gets beat up from it so i'm still recovering right. now you tested negative but i tested negative i still was pretty sick all week yeah and um you know like we talked about i i went and took the test on thursday which was new year's eve eve i guess yeah you took a and test the day before i did and i found out right a, away <laughs> right supposed to get the results back in tw- 24 to 48 hours which went right into New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Right. So I didn't get my results back until Sunday, like late, like six o'clock. So without having the without having the results, I had to continue on like I had it because right. I didn't know. So you know, my wife and I stayed distant from each other, and you know, we still did all the things like like I had it, and then. Um, yeah, so neither one of us had a great vacation, unfortunately. But yeah, um, yeah, my first vacation since two thousand five, and wow, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what am I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it, it. Was awful, and it went through my family, went through my whole yeah. family. Um, you know, 
I've, you and I have been talking. Uh, the one good thing is um, we all, my family, we all gave it to each other one way or the other. We know how it got in. But um, my son, Joe, he was he left for Mexico the day after the gathering. Right. And we were all nervous about him down there because you have to have a... Yeah, he might not be able to come back. Come home. And when I tested positive, I was talking to the doctor and she was like, I said, I, I'm not going to tell him. I said, because it does no good, right? right. And like, what am I going <laughs> to... He's in Mexico. What am I going right. to do? It's just going to ruin his vacation and make him worry about something that will, it, it doesn't th- change anything <clears throat> one way or the other. Right. So he tested negative the morning of his flight, which was yesterday. And uh, he, he texted me and he goes, I'm negative. We're coming home. And I was like, oh, good. I said, did you hear my podcast on Friday? <laughs> And he said, uh, no. And I go, hey, put it on. I go, it's only two minutes. I go, you and Kayla will get a kick out of it. And uh, he texts me back about two minutes later. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I told him we didn't want to tell you. The whole family knew. Don't Because we have a family text chain. Right. And we didn't want to want him to know. So we kept off of that. And he's like, thank you. He's like, I was already worried. And right. I didn't want to, what that would have just made me like probably worse. So, yeah. I'm and like, we were worried about it when we went to Mexico City a few months ago, and neither one of us right was too, sick. Yeah. But the thing is, you, you have the potential know. to get stuck there. Yeah. Like the, the people that tested in front of us, one of the ladies came back positive and Ugh. couldn't go home. And it's like, I'm thinking, oh my God, right? Like, that's all yeah. I need is to get stuck and not be able to go home. We don't have a hotel anymore. You know, yeah. we don't have. Well, you Anything, actually get quarantined, so, I heard. They, they right. actually take you into custody. And, oh, I don't know. I, that's, I don't know if they did that with that lady. but That's what they, um, uh, Meg found that out, but she didn't want to tell me until we found out Joe right. was coming home. I'm like, why? It wouldn't have changed anything. But apparently, right. you don't just go back to your hotel and pay for more. Oh, hotels. no. You have to. You yeah, get, you have to. Take it into custody. Quarantined. Yeah. But you're only there until you test negative. It's not like right. they don't set days or anything. It's just like they'll just test you again until you're right. negative and get you on a plane. But it's still, I'm like, it's not worth traveling. It's right. not. And the only thing is now that I've had it, I have like 90 days. I can, I can go anywhere because right. once you've had it, you can have like, hey, recovered from COVID within 90 days and you don't have to test to fly back. Right. So I was like, when, if Jen, my wife, she never tested positive. So she's all set, except for the fact that had she tested positive and recovered, we could have gone on vacation and not right. had to worry about it. And it's like, that's why we won't go. I can't go now, because what if she gets stuck there? Right. And that would stink. So, oh, hang on a second. <coughs> mm. See? Still not 100%. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Still be some, there'll still be some coughs all over this show. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. All right, sorry about that, but yeah, so that was that was a fun vacation. It's hard to believe it was a week yeah. ago from right now. We were joking about it, like like we, like we do with everything, and then it gets ruined. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Oh, all right. Um, what do we got first? What do you want to anything? Oh, how's the store doing? How'd the store do in your absence in your vacation? Quotation fingers last week. Uh, it did fine. Um, you know, we were closed on Christmas Day, obviously, but yeah. other than that, we were open every day. 
Um, it was a good week, you know. Like I oh, said, that's the good. week, the week leading up to and following Christmas are always pretty good. I, I didn't run any numbers to compare it to last year, um, but I, I'm sure we were up because last year was such a bad year. Was like, it? I thought last yeah. year was pretty good because weren't we supposed to be coming out of it by then? We were supposed to have been, but um, you know, because 2019 was really the year, right? Like that was the year we cl- had the closure and all that. So it seems like it's weird no, that, that was actually two, two years ago already. Yeah. You know, but 2020 yeah. um, was supposed to be a great year, but and it felt good. But like I ran my end of the year numbers, and my sales were so much higher this year than they were last year. That well, last year 2020 you know, was the year of all the closings. Right, nineteen. We oh, finished nineteen. Strong, oh, that's right. It was remember? the end of nineteen. Right, end that's of right. nineteen. So, yeah. So yeah. The, so the beginning of twenty. Yeah, that's right. You the were doing. Remember, was, I remember the beginning rough, of twenty. Yeah. You were like, "Oh, I'm not doing that well." Right. You weren't doing well to begin with. No, and you had questions. Then COVID hit, and you were like, "Oh no!" And um, that's right. And we were yeah. shut down for for me. Right. So yeah. So anyway. So. Looking at my numbers for this year, I was I was up significantly, but it's not a fair comparison. Like my my end of the year numbers were this was still not the best year I've ever had. You right. know what I mean? So even though it was up from last year, it was an average average year overall. So Right. Um but you know, all that being said, the last couple of weeks were were pretty decent. Um, you know, like I said, things are slower. There's not as much delivery. There's not as much stuff being delivered or books being released, but you know, my guy is trained to to put all that stuff out. So, um, that wasn't bad. I mean, I came back yesterday and had a bunch of other distributor boxes that I had to, you know, I worked a pretty long, well, I say a long day, but I mean, I went in about eight 30 yesterday, you know, several hours before the store opened so I could get all that stuff done before we opened and then um get all my order you know get all my orders and all that stuff caught up so yeah um yeah so i did all that yesterday and then today you know just processed lunar and penguin for for tomorrow so there you go all right well hopefully things keep going well yeah because that's what we need i mean yeah well you know again once again diamond you know, we didn't get Diamond until Friday of last week. and Yeah, I got an email today in, about that, yeah. Yeah, it won't be until now Thursday, which is the day I'm off. So I won't have Diamond out until Friday again this week. So, um, you know, that's frustrating because um, it's kind of par for the course for them. It happens like every year around this time. But having <laughs> two other... email. <laughs> well, but I'm saying, but having two other distributors now right. um, makes Softens you realize it. that... Well, but it makes you also realize that there's no excuse for it. Like, that was always the norm, and we just kind of chalked it up to the holidays, and we dealt with it. Right. But two other, two other distributors are able to get us the books on time every week. So I, I, don't, I no longer buy the holiday BS, because right. if, if Lunar can get me their books and Penguin can get me the books, then Diamond should be able to get them too, especially since they're only shipping now less books than than marvel like than penguin ships so right. there's no yeah. reason for them to not be able to get this stuff on time but um you know it is what it is i won't have i'll have diamond i mean i'll have marvel and dc tomorrow but i won't have any image or boom or any of that stuff um although i just put out last week's diamond i say it came in friday i'm wrong it came in yesterday 
which was Monday. Jeez. So I put it out yesterday. So that's all brand new stuff. It's staying on the wall tomorrow because <laughs> it's only had a day to sell. I'm not pulling it off the wall already. Right. Exactly. So, so that's technically the that's technically the new diamond. That's this, for this week's week. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well. Crazy. Yep. Crazy all right. Uh, you ready to get to some mailbag? We got a few things here. All righty. Let's see. What do we got? Look at this here. Oh, all right. Let's see. Get this nice, nice and flat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it all with no hands too. Which I is know. Awesome. <laughs> no hands. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's all. I did that with my mind. <laughs> Oh, all right. First up this week, we have uh, Martin Anderson says, at Brightside underscore chat and at Arkham Comics, we watched the first three episodes of Wheel of Time and I kind of liked it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the vibe I got was more of a Shannara Chronicles, Legend of the Seeker yeah. show, and not so much Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Don't know if I'll continue watching. And he said he didn't read the books. Yeah. Um I didn't see the Shannara. Shana, I right? I've seen I've seen Shannara and read several of the books and then Legend of the Seeker, I saw that show and I've read every one of those books. Mm -hmm. Um and yes, again, but all that is saying is that it has a fantasy vibe because yeah. all of these things have a similar thread. You know, they're right. all swords and sorcery and fantasy and you know, they all have their di differences, of course, but there's lots of similarities. So you can right. watch any any new fantasy show and describe it to uh, lots of other shows that you've already seen. Right. Um, now, I know we talked about The Wheel of Time, and you jumped right out on it. Um, I was, you know, begrudgingly in on it, but I do have to say that you might have jumped out a little early because it, it well, that, actually I was wasn't bad. I was going to give it a shot. I was going to give yeah. it another shot because I jumped out after three. <clears throat> Right. Um, and I was, um, we'll talk more in checkout. Um, it but does, it does diverge in real world, but it, it does diverge from the books in several ways. But like I said, well, once I, I got, <laughs> well, but once I right. wrapped my head around that and kind of divested myself of the books and tried to just take it for what it was, um, I ended up enjoying the season overall. It's done now. It's only eight episodes. Um, it's not the best thing I've ever watched by far. But it wasn't, <laughs> but I mean, it wasn't bad, bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, it definitely wasn't, see, that's what's tough, it wasn't though. like season one of Game of Thrones or yeah. even Lord of the Ring. Like it's not as good as those things. Um, but you know, again, going back to those other shows, I really like the Sword of Truth books. Legend of the Seeker was a terrible show, like terrible. Right. It only lasted one season, maybe two. Um, the Shannara Chronicles, great books. The show was terrible. So... Not everything is able to be successfully translated, right? You know, into into good things. Um, but um, like I said, I think it, it wasn't bad. Um, like it's not going to go down as the best. Like I said, it's the best thing you've ever seen. But we talked about that before. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Like not everything has to be the best thing you've ever seen. It just has to be entertaining. And yeah. at the end of the day, it, it kind of was. So. Um, you know what I would I'm, say? I'm not going to say that even if you went back to it, you'll end up loving it or even liking it, but <laughs> it's, it's probably worth, but I mean, it's, it's probably right. worth another couple well, of episodes just to see. Yeah, exactly. 
But what I would say to like to Martin is like if he didn't like or if he's not sure if he wants to go back to that, uh, the one I would suggest that I really liked was um oh man, uh no uh Carnival Row. Oh, that was great. That yeah. was awesome. Which was uh, completely original. That wasn't based on a book or anything. No, it was, and that was Amazon yeah. too, wasn't it? Amazon that, Prime, yeah. Amazon Prime. So if you haven't seen that, Martin, check that out. Because I, I was actually thinking of that the other day because I'm like, that should have a season two coming fairly soon. Everything else is getting season twos. But. but there's still a scene in there that I go back to a lot in episode one when I'm trying to test my surround sound and stuff. In Carnival there's Row? A, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, there's that great scene. I think it's episode one. It might be episode two when they go into, like, the stronghold and the fairies are flying in all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's great for your surround sound. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've gone back to that multiple times since it aired. It's a fantastic um, series. I love the yeah. meaning of it. I mean, we, we love that one. But that's what makes stuff like, like, you know, Wheel of Time, it's so hard because it might be, like, good. But right. good nowadays isn't good enough because well, there's so it, it, much great stuff out there that you're like, I'm going to move on to, and then you name what we'll talk about in like, you know. Well, life. and I'll be honest with you, like to be fair to you, like after three episodes, I wouldn't go back to any show either <laughs> if I wasn't really on board with it. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Because there's too much other stuff to watch. Right. And three episodes, like I feel like you did give it a shot. Because in most cases, I would say if I watched three episodes, and actually there is something I'm going to talk about in real world that's exactly the case of that, where I watched three episodes and that was enough for me. So, right. um, so I don't blame you if you don't Night go back court. to it. Yeah, <laughs> because because after Marky three Post hours wasn't of something, it for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, after three hours of something, I don't go back because I have a. Although after last week. I don't have anything queued up to watch anymore because I've watched it all. But, but I mean, there's too much other stuff to go to that. Yeah. Um, right. And to yeah. go back to something that I, on the other you. hand, have a a bevy of content <laughs> to be yeah. able to behold because <laughs> right. I'm so far behind. You, on the other well, hand, and that's what I'm like, saying. Like burn through I, your I, actual I, hardware. <laughs> I've told you at least a dozen other shows that I would watch before I went back to Wheel of Time. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like yeah. I, I've given you so many shows that are that are great <laughs> that I would I would rather You're you go to that, any. Like, I do. I don't watch them out of spite. <laughs> You're like I've no, given no, you that's plenty. Not, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I know, but I know. But I would rather you go to any of those shows <laughs> before you go back to Wheel of Time because I think you know if I tell you to watch it, it's because I think you'll enjoy it. You know and. Right. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I would rather you go watch Peaky Blinders or go watch something. You know, go watch something yeah, else. Yeah, that one didn't float uh, you know. my boat either. Oh man, uh, you're wrong. I know you're, you're wrong right. on that. Well, that's my <laughs> opinion. I will I say. Just, like, <laughs> well, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's my opinion. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put on the subtitles and watch that show, man. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, we got a lot of mileage out of that one comment. <laughs> we sure did. Well, it would have come up in real world. I mean, it was I just a, a conversation we would have had a little bit later anyway. So, <laughs> so but this next one's going to be funny because <laughs> after that big long discussion that was spawned by that comment, this one's going to be this yup, is, yup. <laughs> and it's it's watch this. It's, it's and who's it from? BJ. <laughs> He's going to be like so disappointed because there's no conversation. <laughs> 
<laughs> he said at brightside underscore chat. Ooh, I found something I diverged from TJ on. I love Christmas with the cranks. I know it's totally oh, yeah. dumb, but I think it's so funny. I even grabbed the book on Audible and listened to it. Oh, it's geez. a little different and more detailed, but also not that great. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> But he yep. loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's well, okay. I mean, I, but I again, we all love things that are bad too, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we can recognize that they're bad and still, still right. love them. Right. Absolutely. Anyways. But it's so funny. He goes, it's like, but he says, he goes, I, Ooh, I found something I diverged from DJ on. I love Christmas with the cranks. And then at the end, but also not that great. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I love it, but it's, it's not, not that, that great. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the bright side chat <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like i love it it's just not that great <laughs> right. um but yeah no i when jen and i were watching this it's actually written by um the book is by um what's his name he did uh like pelican brief he did uh oh john grisham is it Grisham? I think it is i think it was grisham well john grisham did pelican brief i know that and yeah like uh the client in right. all those different books and we were like right what does this have to do like christmas with the cranks what does this have to do right. with that and we're like we didn't get well, it but and it's like, like stephen king writing shawshank you know i mean it's just well it kind of is other... a horror story i don't want that Pe to happen well to me. yeah but people can write <laughs> other things you know right no i know <laughs> but i know but yeah it was uh yeah I, I i got it at the end i just didn't love it but and yeah. it's not that great so, <laughs> so see bj we can't agree all right there you B, go. bj has another comment at, it's been a few weeks at brightside underscore chat okay so i've been resisting this for a while but since almost every comment ends up in the mailbag and you end up reading these i have to have a laugh moist and then he said i in quotation fingers in quote right. in quotes he says moist and i don't know what i don't get it do I, am i well, forgetting something well, it's a trigger word. Like it, it doesn't bother me, but a lot of people just hate the word moist. Like they oh. can't stand, they can't stand hearing it, or you know, people saying really? it around them. Yeah, it's a trigger. Uh, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I actually quite like things <laughs> to be moist, <laughs> but uh, like, like like a brownie. <laughs> yes, Duncan Hines. <laughs> I didn't know. What, what did we talk about that before? I don't I, think we've. I don't know why it came so, up on this show because we've just, never talked about it. I think BJ he's just trying just to trigger, trigger us. He's trying to trigger I mean, us. Oh, it I takes guess. a lot more to trigger us than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he says he goes. I feel abusive. He goes. Had to do it before you guys get famous, and then it wouldn't oh. make the cut. Thanks, BJ. <laughs> like, well, he's true because we've talked no, about it. We only get a few comments, so they all make the cut. <laughs> they all make the cut, right? We need to get to the point where we have. Well, we don't you know, want some, some want that are to left to that point. Uh, but yeah, some like on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can't go over thirty a week. So, you right. Know, well, if we ever get to that point, we're almost we're, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried. Don't worry, yeah. BJ. We'll always read yours. <clears throat> Moist or dry? Moist. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just so, going to keep saying it now. I know. Hopefully there's some listeners out there that I are don't like understand banging why on their their <laughs> um, steering wheels right now. Moist. 
turning off the show. That's, we, you, you have lived a charmed life if moist triggers you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. go, I mean, this, this war is going on. This thing's going on in the right. world that people are living in misery. People have COVID for God's sakes. And you're like, right. moist, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand it, but it's just one of those either. words that, that that's funny. People don't like. Yeah. Um, at Mike Myers brunch. I'm not even going to try to say his, he's always changing. It's the Omak being okay. actually Omak taving boosters now, whatever. But anyways, at Mike wow. Myers, our buddy, Mike, thank you at Brightside underscore chat and at Arkham comics for recommending sex education on Netflix. That was a yes. great show. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a great show. Again, okay. I would rather you watch that than go back to Wheel of Time because it's a really good use show. Always some education. Yes, I'm still. I'm. I'm never too old to learn. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, season Practice three is makes done. Perfect, John. Yeah, <laughs> season three is done. Season four on the way. So they got three seasons of that. Yeah, season four is coming. They couldn't so. teach you everything in season yeah. one. <laughs> like you said, practice makes perfect. <laughs> All righty. All right. Um, JR at Hooded Collector, our buddy JR. We haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, he says at Brightside underscore chat regarding spider rankings. He has Into the Spider Verse, Spider Man 2, Homecoming, Spider Man, and Spider Man No Way Home, Amazing Spider Man. Five from Home, Spider-Man 3, and Amazing Spider-Man 2. In that order. That's significantly different from ours, yes. Yeah, which made me wonder, like, how close are these, JR? Like, meaning, like, now, I could see, like, so I Into, the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse all of these one. being, I can like, see that. oh, yeah, because I had one, that was my one, and then I right. bumped it to two, uh, who knows? Six months from I don't now, see, it might yeah, I don't back. see No Way Home being number five, though. like, but again, our but opinion, I, right? Like, yeah, but here's the thing: I could, looking at this list, I could understand why Jr. has it at number five, if they're all like one, tied for one B, one C, one. You know what right. I mean? And you had to, right. if they're all that close, but you're like, you know what? Because I could say, like, I could look at this and go into the Spider Verse. Is just revolutionary. It's fantastic. It's animated. It's got. It, it's a piece of art. Okay. Right. Spider Man Two, it was for all intents and purposes probably the best Spider Man movie up until then. Right. People would say. Then Homecoming. I don't. But here's where I would differ. I would always like Spider. He has Spider Man, the first one from 2002. He had that at number four, behind right. Homecoming. And I would have been like, well, I don't know. Yeah. It's, and then No Way Home. Yeah. I want a little bit of explanation on this. Yeah. See, maybe they are tighter than I think, but I mean, we agree with the last two. <laughs> yeah. Although, again, you and I both had Spider Man 3, I think, dead last. Yeah. I think so. we had those last, and then Amazing yeah. 2 was, se- we had that flip flop. second from to him. last. Yeah. Right. But uh, he goes on to say, I need to see No Way Home again in a quieter theater. Second guessing how much I liked it versus how much I was led to like it by the audience. Hmm. Now, that's weird considering he has it fifth. And is he implying it could drop lower? Maybe. <laughs> and Right, because if that's the pinnacle, 
of it. <laughs> right. If like, it was influenced to put it at number five, it could be number nine by the time all was said and done. Right. So. I know. Like, uh, like after you see it again and you're like, wow, without the crowd cheering and all But that. he might see it again and realize it wasn't the crowd. I actually liked it this much and it might go up a notch or yes, two. Yes. Maybe know, that's so. the case. I got my fingers crossed for that. Um, but yeah, it's like, see, I always, I, I think the seeing it in a crowded theater every time i see a movie after the fact like when we see endgame and you know avengers <clears throat> assemble or he gets the you know cap gets the uh the hammer it's like i remember every time i see that i remember what it was like in the theater that right. i draw on that you know and that's what we've been missing all through the pandemic is that we missed having that experience so like to actually say I got to take that away to enjoy the movie it's like that right. that seems a little backwards to me cuz that's that's the experience of going to the movie that's what that's the only place you can get that so right um but yeah but what he's saying is you can get caught up in the crowd <laughs> and but that's the experience carried. that's fun though isn't and that's right. isn't that the point right but well it is but what he's saying is like maybe he got wrapped up in in the in the moment and then realized that it wasn't all of that you know what i mean right like he got you know sucked into the tornado and then realized that it wasn't <laughs> that great what to got in there you know yeah so yeah. um i don't know i like i i want to hear i want to hear more jr let us know go see it yes go see it again Did you see let it again know. let us know yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right that'll do it that'll do it for mailbag uh okay whew. all right you ready to get to the news Sure. You ready to get to some news? Here? What are we? Some we news. only got a couple yeah. of things. Only got a few things. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're gonna start out with a couple of big RIPs. Unfortunately, um, none of these are really in our wheelhouse. But like Betty White, of course, passed on. I think New Betty Year's White's Eve. in everybody's. But wheelhouse. that's the whole thing. She's a cultural <laughs> icon at this point, so she's yeah. in every wheelhouse. Um, but yeah, Betty White passed at ninety nine. Um, you know. Here's what was – there's nothing funny about somebody dying, but here's what's funny about this. I was in the grocery store the next day, cool. New Year's Day. I had to get – I had to pick up something at the grocery store, um, some cold medicine or whatever. And I'm standing in line, and there's like two different magazines on the stands celebrating Betty White turning 100. And I was like, well, that's putting the cart before the horse, isn't it? Because – yeah, <laughs> it well, was 17 <laughs> days before her birthday. And I understand how publishing works. And, you know, you got to get things – it's not a newspaper, you know. It, it's you, you can't right. do it in one night. You know, magazines take some time to publish. But I'm like, maybe I should buy a couple of these. Like, are they collector's items now? Because she didn't make it to 100. But Well, she had tweeted out a couple of days before. A, her tweet from her was like she was prepping for her 100th birthday party. And I saw right. the tweet, and I was like – it had her picture on it, and I was like, "Oh no, did Betty White die?" And right. then I saw it, and it was from her saying, "Oh, just getting ready to celebrate my hundredth." I was like, "Oh, phew, right. she didn't die." Then, like a day or two later, they're like, "Betty White just died," and right. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That it's uh, but kind of a bummer." Like I said, it is a bummer, it is. you know. And again, more ninety nine. Again, it's... she became a an icon. Like I can't remember the last thing I saw Betty White do. Like I was not like I'm the was this giant uh, fan the of, proposal of her right, but that was twenty <laughs> years ago. 
You know, I was mean, it? I always loved the Mary Tyler Moore show. Like, I liked her growing up in different things, but like, she wasn't famous because of the things she was doing now. It was she was famous because she was old. She <laughs> was know? famous because she was I so well liked and well liked. She was like I wasn't a big everybody. You know, obviously the Golden Girls. People are screaming at us. She was in the but I mean I didn't watch the Golden Girls. Oh, I, I love the Golden Girls. <laughs> I mean I've seen it. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean I've I seen it. And it show. is it is funny, but I mean I didn't watch every episode. I didn't watch it all the time. Um, Betty White so, was awesome on that. She was the ditzy, she was obviously yeah. ditzy blonde, and she just. From Olaf, Olaf. Yeah, was that was that the town that she was from? I think something like that. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's oh I'm not, again. I'm not taking anything Saint away Olaf, from the show. I, I know yeah. people love it, but it wasn't one of those ones that I watched every week, year after year, from start to finish. I would catch it if it was on, and we'd watch two or three episodes, and I wouldn't yeah. see it again for months. But but in any case, um, obviously she was well known for that. But it, at the end, it was more just because she was getting close to a hundred, and she, you know. People turned her into this. Icon. She just did at at some point. She just stopped aging. It right. feels like right. And you were like, ah, she's still going. Look at her go. Right. Well, now she's not. Right. Unfortunately. So. Unfortunately. So but, rest in peace, Betty White. Um, yep. We had a couple of others too. Uh, John Madden. Yeah. Passed this week. Um, I think the next day was it New Year's Day or the day after? No, it had to be New Year's Day because they were talking yeah. about it Sunday. During some of the football games, which was the second. So I guess he passed on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, I heard, and then, let me, let me, I heard a uh, awesome, awesome tribute to him that I thought was very, um, very, uh, like poignant, very, and it came from Scott Zolak, who uh-huh. he's a former quarterback. He does the color up here for the Patriots on the radio. Uh, he's also on the radio as well as a DJ, as a uh, talk right. show host for sports radio. And he was do he was talking about Madden and I hadn't heard this from anybody else in all the different tributes that I heard, but talking about Madden and the video game, which everybody is a trick, you know, right. that's what they're talking about for the most part. I mean, is you know, Madden's career is as a coach, as a player and all that too. But the video game is what really stuck out, stood out and everybody is like gravitating towards. And one of the things that, or the thing that Zolak, kind of like was like talking about was how that video game and Madden lending his name to that and promoting that game. It brought kids and fathers together that otherwise would not have had that in common. So when the world took over in video games, a lot of kids stopped playing sports and you had that gap of fathers that grew up playing football, like Scott Zolak, right. and love playing football, and then their kids are like, "Nah, I'm going to play video games." But with Madden, you had that that add in common, and the kids could learn from the game, and learn and to actually talk to their father about sport about football. And I thought it was a great, like, just something a a great thing that i never even thought of before that like how that just brought father and son together that normally if they if if it wasn't there they just would have drifted apart and one would you know you would have had that old age get oh old man you know my old man likes football i like video games but this actually tied them together and i thought it was a pretty cool um tribute and uh and it's something i hadn't even thought of 
But yeah, that, I, Madden going was a big surprise to me. Yeah. He's only yeah, 85. Yeah, because he was, yeah, he wasn't very old. He was 85. Was yeah. he 85? Yeah. I didn't realize he was even that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize he was yeah, that Yeah, I heard old, he was but, 85, so. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, he wasn't super young, but. No. Um, <laughs> He's not 99. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't Betty White age either. But, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, but a uh, f- few people get to 99, obviously. Yeah, um, and then there's one more, um, which you may not be as familiar with. Um, Rob Bruce, who is really well known in the toy collecting world, but he was all over okay. like comic book men on AMC when that show was running. Um, he passed away this week as well. Oh, okay. Um, from all accounts, super nice guy. Uh, like I said, big in the toy collecting world. Um, he's, you know, he was the expert that got called in for the, you know, toy related things on the comic book men, um, you know, or you know, like the guy similar to what they do on like pawn stars and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Know, come in and oh. tell you all about that stuff. So, um, he was younger. He was like in, in his sixties. Oh, so, wow. um, younger guy, but, um, uh, but yeah, like I said, he passed away, um, I think also New Year's day, but, um, yeah. Wow. So not a great start yeah. to the year when it comes to, it comes to that. So, yeah, yeah, that's too bad. Too yeah. bad. All right. Well, all righty. All right. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> so next up, yeah. So last week when we were talking about Hawkeye, we made mention that, you know, 2021 brought us nine MCU projects, and we were kind of floundering around trying to figure out how many we were going to get this year and kind of felt like nine wasn't the norm. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close yeah. to the norm. Uh, turns out we are actually going to get eight MCU projects this year well. and seven and seven <laughs> Star Wars projects right. this year. So, um, well, you say, well, I mean, unless something gets delayed. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm saying it. Cause our next piece of well, news is more well, getting yeah. delayed again. Yeah. So it's um, like, luckily that's being delayed from this month until April, but right. who's to say stuff later doesn't get delayed and right um well before we get well to that, but let's... but I th- yeah i was gonna say you're, you're stealing my thunder man <laughs> um several of these are disney plus projects which mm. are probably less likely to get delayed right um than the than the studio projects but um but yeah that's that's a bunch of stuff this you know basically yeah. that's fifth that's 15 projects from disney plus um but also, I saw today there's a list of the DC projects that we're getting this year, Ooh. and I I stopped counting at over twenty. Like there is so much DC stuff coming this year. Now it's not all for us because several of these are CW shows that we no longer watch, um, but they count. Like they're still there. Right, right. Um, and so between Marvel, yes. DC, and Star Wars, there's like thirty five. Pro- there's like three projects a month every month of the year so right like there's plenty to keep us busy <laughs> with, well with, superman and lois is starting back up like this week or next i think right and, so superman um, and lois like i said there's all the cw stuff which which accounted for a good chunk of the list but there's titan season four there's doom patrol there's harley quinn there's sandman there's like all yeah. kinds of other stuff that are coming that are all dc properties um second half of young justice season four comes this year so there's a whole bunch of dc stuff too so are they even done with the first half yet 
I'm a little behind. Yeah, it ended on... this past week. Oh, I just it? watched them yes yeah, I just watched oh. them yesterday. But this past week um was the last part of uh, okay. the last episode of part one. Um yeah, I was two behind. I watched them both yesterday. Um and then it, I'm not sure when it comes back, but it's, now it's on Yeah, the it's about what I am then. The two yeah, behind. Second season. I was all caught up just a couple weeks ago. So I yeah. that's the one I keep forgetting to watch because yeah, I know. for whatever reason <laughs> For whatever reason, that's one of those odd shows that doesn't pop up on my. Um, yeah, HBO Max doesn't what pop to up watch on list. the what to watch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. HBO Max doesn't. So, Netflix doesn't pop up on my what. No, to Netflix watch. doesn't either. But Netflix is usually all binge stuff, anyways, because it all right. drops at once. So once I get in on one of those, I I don't really forget because I watch it in a day. <laughs> you don't a, a day or until two. You're done. Yeah, I watch it in a couple <laughs> days, but. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, that one doesn't pop up. So I forgot about it, but, right. um, but I did get caught up on that, but yeah, there's a whole, like I said, there's a yeah. whole bunch of stuff. I I have the list of the Marvel stuff. I'm, I wasn't planning on going through it all, but, um, some of the stuff that we talked about last week or that we missed last week were like secret invasion. We, we didn't bring that up. Um, yeah, that's, I forgot about which that. was a big one. Yeah. We, yeah. It, it, we forgot about, um, that's a so series. That's a series, yeah. Um, and yeah. I know we came up with like eight, uh, five or six last week, so. Yeah. Um, so eight the, we have the seven Star Wars, which are, uh, yeah. I have them right here. Well, one of them's considered Book of Boba Fett, which already started. Right. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Andor, Bad Batch Season 2, um, Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan show, uh, right. uh, Lego Star Wars special, uh, Mandalorian Season 3 is this year. And then they have Disney, four episodes of Disney Gallery coming. So probably for Obi-Wan and Boba Fett yeah, well, you know, and or. Now you're going to um, make me pull up the list. But honestly, out of all the Star Wars stuff, the one I'm looking forward to the most, obviously, Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan. For sure. I don't, I mean, Andor, I think it'll be, it'll be good. It'll, it'll be, be good. interesting, but, but yeah. I don't, it just doesn't have the history. Right. Um, uh, all right. Uh, Marvel. None of these have release dates on Disney Plus. They're all to be announced. But we have Moon Knight. We have yep. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which is May 6th. She-Hulk, to be determined. Secret Invasion, to be determined. Thor Love and Thunder, July 8th. Miss Marvel, we forgot about last week. That's yep. also uh, mid-2022 Disney Plus. Uh, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Guardians Holiday Special, we didn't talk about last week. Um, and no mention of what if season two. So that's probably, um, 2023. Yeah. So, um, cool. Yeah. And then there's the non MCU, but Morbius, which, you know, we've, when I mean, we had just talked about, um, but that will, that will hit 2022 at some point. Right. Um, you know, like I said, it's been delayed for the seventh time, which is insane. <laughs> right. That it, it's got, but I, I give them kudos for delaying it for three months and not just a week. You know what I mean? Because I don't remember what <laughs> it was we were talking about last time. It was but Venom. But they delayed it. Oh, Venom, yeah. And they just moved it a week, yeah. which was like, why bother? At least yeah. they're moving it for three months. But it's odd to me that in the wake of Spider-Man still doing like at almost $2 billion now, 
they feel like this is not the best time to bring a movie out. Well, I would I would have it in the theaters tomorrow. No, because... but that that's one of the reasons they they're speculating that it's one of the reasons is because Spider Man is still doing so well. They don't want to pull from that. And right, they, but this was like, what January twenty eighth or something. It was yeah. supposed to come out by then. Spider Man will have died down enough that it will be the wave will still be there to ride for Morbius. Like I think moving it to April is risky. Um, well, but not going to go anywhere. I don't think it can get worse numbers because right. it's in April. I don't know. I just yeah. I, I don't know. I just think like people are clearly willing to be in the movies right now. Um, because again, who knows what happens April 1st? Maybe we're in like, I don't know, whatever comes after Omicron, <laughs> you know, whatever the next Greek number is, Megatron. we're in that variant. Yeah, we're in Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Optimus, we're in Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, I don't know. So, <sighs> Hopefully but, I'm um, still within my 30 days. There you go. <laughs> I mean, 90 days, 90 days, 90 days. I have 90 days of reprieve. Right. <laughs> And I'm back at it. <laughs> that's it. Um, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's all we had for um, for news. All right. All righty. Uh, that's that's it then. You want to get to uh, check out for this week? Sure. All right, John. Uh, hey, buddy. What am I going to spend? What do we spend our money on this week? <sighs> all right. So the first book is from Image Comics, Stray Dogs, Dog Days. This was issue one. It's only a two-issue um, mini-mini-series because um, <laughs> it's short. Mini-mini. Um, <laughs> Mini-mini. Uh, same team as the last series, Tony Fleek's writing. Uh, Trish Forstner did the art on this. Um, this is basically just a series of shorts following the dogs that we met in the you know, in the previous miniseries. Right. Um, in their previous lives. Like, they're all missing really at, at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it was sad. But, like, these dogs are all missing because um, if you read the first series, um, you know, they were, their owners were all victims of a serial killer who took the dogs as trophies. Um, but not everybody in the family was killed. It was traditionally just the, the mom, you know, the, right. the lady of the house. And so the other family members, in addition to losing their loved one, have also lost their dog. So, like, each one of these is, a, like, this dog is missing, and you get this little snippet of what oh. their life was like in the house before they were taken. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was just kind of... Gut-wrenching? It was sad. There wasn't a lot of <laughs> substance. It, like, there was no, no. over... No, no cohesive story through the whole thing it was a series of shorts basically it some was of just, the shorts were like a page yeah one one <laughs> to three pages for each one um but yeah but it was still fun well fun well, as fun as it could be <laughs> you know when you're talking about serial killing and stealing dogs it's actually but, the worst version of what a serial killer does right it's like other than the actual killing of the person right right but we all like we all like john wick it was founded on this, right? It's right. like you do not you do not harm a dog, and it doesn't right. physically or mentally or anything. And these poor dogs, and you're reading yeah. this, and you're just like, this is brutal. brutal. But there's that one little story with the stick 
and like they're yeah they're going crazy about the stick and the <laughs> balls and the other dog wants to trade for the stick and he digs up somebody's like forearm and hand right. and you're like that's yeah. a terrible stick we don't want that <laughs> you know but they don't know what it is it's just the no. skeleton it's just right. the bones like, of an arm I'll, I'll go put this back where I found it and yeah. <laughs> you know um, trade it for a bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's great kind of because the, the, but, all yeah. the dogs are just, they talk like dogs. They, they right. you know, like you would do, like, that's what we do anyways. In our house, we always put that voice into our dogs. Like, okay, right. I'll do this. And you, ah, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it is, it's heart wrenching. The entire <coughs> thing. Yeah. So I would imagine issue two is just the rest of the dogs doing right. the same thing. That, yeah. You know, that we just didn't get to in this first one, but, but yeah, um, it was good, I guess. Like, it didn't really do anything to advance the story at all. It was just no, kind of just made hey, you see what the dog went through, right? What their life was like cases, before they right were up taken. before they were taken. Like they, yes, because some of them, of them seemed like the murder. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, some of them were closer to the event than others, but, um, but yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yuck. I get. If you like stray book. dogs, it's, yeah. If you yeah. like stray dogs, which we really did then it's worth picking up. Like, you definitely yeah, want to get absolutely. it up. If you didn't read the miniseries, there's no reason to go pick this up because you're not going to get anything from it. No. So I would say that, was, that, that would be my recommendation, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And honestly, if you read it, you've probably already picked this up anyways. So, <laughs> yeah, so moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, the next one is uh, from Boom Studios. It was Dune Whisper of Kaladin Seas. Uh, I say issue number one. This was just a one shot. Um, this yeah. was written by Brian Herbert, who was the son of Frank Herbert, the original author of Dune, um, and Kevin J. Anderson, who's also a big science fiction writer. Um, had art by Jacob Rebelka. Um, so this, it took me a little bit to figure out when this was taking place, but this story is actually taking place during the siege of the Atreides household. If you've seen the movie mm. Dune or read the book. Um, when the Harkonnens come in and ultimately kidnap and kill um, Leto Atreides. Um, this is the battle that was going on. Um, there's mention of the Atreides several times through the book, but you don't really see them. This really focuses more on the soldiers that are yeah. in this battle and not really knowing what's going on. Um, but it kind of focuses on a set of a group of soldiers that are stuck in a cave-in um, while this is taking place. And... Um, they're trapped with, I guess, what they call a, a jungler, which I don't remember ever being mentioned in the movie. Maybe in the books, these characters um, exist. But they're basically storytellers who uh, travel and tell stories, but I guess have the ability to um, get people kind of like really sucked into their stories. Um, and so they, so he's just trying, he's trying to um, console these people that are, basically trapped and are probably going to die and don't really know why they're getting why they're dying or what's going on um and it, it was just kind of an interlude of that battle from a different perspective and i actually enjoyed it i didn't think the art was the greatest no um in this book at all um and it did take me a little bit to settle into it because like i said i had to kind of figure out when and where this was taking place but as we got towards the end of it, and especially the end, um, which um, had a little bit of, I guess, magic involved, too. Um, 
<laughs> right? You said that. Yeah, I know. You said. Well, it, I was like, trying really? to think of the right world. Like, I don't know what the right word is, but I mean, without spo- again, this book is a couple weeks old already. But like, ultimately, they get sucked into the story so much to the point where they all basically drowned in this, right. you know, in this, t- you know, cave in. So they are like literally transported to the story that this guy is telling. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. Um, it didn't do a lot to advance the overall Dune storyline, but it was just, like I said, something that was happening. It's almost like a sub story of it. Yeah. Right. Right. A little sub story that I just thought was interesting. I, I yeah. actually really enjoyed it. So, yeah, it was, I, I wasn't like completely fascinated by it. Uh, I had a little trouble picking up like where this was taking right. place. Like I said, it did take a little bit to, to figure that out. Right. And then, but by the end of it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. Why? All right. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a little, if you're super into Dune, I would say you would probably, like, if you've read the books and stuff, because this, yeah, this has, it, I don't think it's anything to do with the books. It's literally a sub story that, it's a sub story. Like I said, it was just, yeah, written I, for this thing. I and, bet that you, if you've read the books, you'll get more out of this than we did. Um, maybe. We'll have to ask Dr. You'd, Joe. You'd have a little bit more detail on it. Uh, right. You'd know more. Well, like of I what said, maybe there's on. more. Like, we were lost for a little bit of it. So, well, maybe there's more descriptions of what like the jungler is yeah. and kind of exactly what they do. But you know, basically, he was telling them this story to soothe them. You know, they were all obviously Arrakis. If you've mm. seen the movie, um, is a desert planet. There's no water. And so, like, they're dreaming of water, you know, being back on Caladan, which was the home world of the Atreides before they went to Arrakis, which was a lot of water, you know, this and that. Yeah. And like I said, they get so sucked into the story that they drown. Like, they were found with water in their lungs to the point where the Fremen that found them were, like, freaked out and closed off the cave and didn't want yeah. to have anything to do with it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was interesting. Could you do without it? Of course. Like it's not it it didn't change the story in any way. But I don't know. Like I said, I thought it was an interesting Yeah. Thirty pages or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, I so yeah, um, was that. Which would you pick as our show title? Um Doo-doo. I think Dune. Yeah, well I think really? Dune probably, yeah. I mean All right. They were both fine. Like, neither one of them at the end of the day were, like, awesome. No. You know what I mean? No, Um, but Dune had more substance. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Dune actually did a little bit more. Like, at the end of the day, Stray Dogs didn't really do anything to set up the story at all or or anything like that. No, you have to have read. Well, you have, I mean, for Dune, you have to have. A familiarity of Dune. Well, you do, you do. For <laughs> Otherwise, sure, you're but, really lost. <laughs> but I would say the same thing about that stray dog. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you if both you didn't have read to that have mini a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, we'll go with Dune. I can yeah. dig that. I can dig. That. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, let's see what do we have coming up next week. Um, get to that before we start talking other stuff. We have uh, Bylines in Blood, issue number one. All right. And Do you know anything about that yet? I don't know anything about either one of these. Ooh. They were just on my invoice. Mystery reads. I don't, I like I don't even those. have. Yeah, I don't even have them yet because, as we established, Diamond's going to be late. <laughs> um, um, but there's also Monkey Meat number one. Ooh. Um, 
I had to put that on the list. I don't know what that's about at all, but <laughs> monkey meat <laughs> monkey has to meat. be there, right? Hope it's so. not a menu. Ugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yucky. Ugh. All right. That sounds good. Monkey meat and bylines in blood. I kind of like the bylines in blood. I like the sounds of it. I like the cover. The title. Yeah. Uh, monkey meat is weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. Yeah, I'm sure it will be weird as well. But the new a new turning anthology. Is that what it says? Turning. I think it thrilling. That means. Sorry. I'm reading thrilling. The small. Okay. Yeah. A, a new thrilling anthology. Okay. So we'll see. That's what it says on the cover. So it's a small writing. I'm reading cool. it off on my computer screen right now. Yeah. So <laughs> But all right, uh, what you don't else? have to explain yourself. I know, I know. All right, what else did you read? Um, so not a lot, honestly. Like we talked before the show, um, <laughs> we were both sick. I didn't read a ton. Uh, but one of the books I did read that I really liked, um, I've already talked about the first two issues was DC versus Vampires number three. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so again, I don't know if you've picked up on this book at all yet, but it's it's pretty good. I, I'm really enjoying it. Um. You know, no, I again, um, it's the DC heroes, um, some of whom are being turned into vampires and they're being fought by the other DC heroes. Um, like I don't want to give away who's turned and who isn't because it, you know, you, it kind of ruins it if you haven't read right. it. But, you know, obviously they're all suspicious of everybody because they don't know who's been turned and who hasn't. And, um, you know, they're freaking out because... You know, some of these characters, in addition to being vampires who are already, like, supernatural and powerful, um, are powerful superheroes on top of it, you right. know? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like going back to Deceased. Like, when right. Superman gets turned, that's not good for anybody, right? <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's, just, this, it's very similar to Deceased in that manner where, you yeah. know, they're getting turned and they're mega powerful and... Um, right. But... But yeah, I don't know. It's just been fun. Uh, it's James Tynan is writing it. Um, Otto Schmidt is doing the art. I like both of them. So it's been fun. Oh. It's been a fun series. All right. Uh, how are you doing on Devil's Reign? You caught up on that? Uh, I read the first two. That's all that's out. Two. Well, yeah. then no, I haven't. I've only read the first one still. Then I haven't read oh, the really? yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still on yeah. my pile of, of books to read. Two's good. Um, I love the humor. Uh, yeah. Just a good book, uh, and I like where they're going with it. I'm having a hard time uh, keeping the the shows and the books, and it, right. it seems to be a decent crossover there between the last book to this book to what we've seen in the TV shows, right? And what we know, you know, and you're like, oh, all right, because the Kingpin and everything, and right. I'm like, what did I see this? Did I read this? Did I watch this? <laughs> I'm like, what am I going? What's going on here? Um, but that's really good. Uh, let's see. What else did I read? Um, how about new, newborn, newborn number two. Remember that? I read book? that. Yeah. I yeah. read that a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, isn't it? Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like the whole idea of that. And Oswald's, uh, regarding the matter of Oswald's body. I like I that. I haven't read the second issue of that yet. Still good. Still good. Yeah. They're, uh. I mean, you remember it at the end. Of I mean, it. I kind of remember, yeah, 
Yeah, they're setting everybody up. Where they where they where the first one ended. Right. Yeah. They're, I just haven't read number they're, two. They're organizing everybody together. Right. Uh, and putting the team of their team of misfits together. Yeah. <laughs> so um Oh, going back, uh Joker, number ten. Did you read yep. that one? I did. With uh Gordon's son and everything. Yeah. That was gotta yeah. relive that. Um that's that series there is we joked, no pun intended, sorry. Uh, we joked for a while that it should be, you know, Commissioner Gordon book, but right. it really is. It is the Joker. It's the effect that he has on people. It and is. It, it's such a, I mean, it's, it, it, this book is, I think it's going to be a great trade. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, like, like when we saw uh, Joker, you know, and, I remember telling Jen about it, like, oh, having a little sympathy for him. He's just, he's, you know, because the movie was called Joker, but it right. really was about, what was his name in that? Um, forget. I forgot off the top of my head. I don't um, remember either. Honestly. Yeah. It's, it, it means something too. Anyways. Um, I can't remember. But Jen was like, oh, come on. You can have a little sympathy for him. I'm like, no, but I know who he is. And it's right. like when you read this and you see what this guy has done and how he affects people and the, the torment that he puts people through. And this is just one example of what he did to Gordon and his family, but it's such a good book, such a good series. Right. Surprising to me. Yeah. Um, let's see. King Spawn, I'm still reading. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, Nightwing? That one. I that was fast. I was going to bring up Night. Well, I was going to bring up Nightwing too. Like the issue itself wasn't the best issue, but it was great in the way that it was. Like it's that book's never been done before. Like the, what do you I mean? guess you didn't. I guess you didn't pick up on this. Every page was laid out. So that book was designed that you could pull out all the pages, and it's one big piece of art from page one to page oh, twenty. Oh, really? It's it's sequential all the way through. And so in doing that, it limited some of the dialogue that could happen because it was set up to be one giant picture. It's a mural. Yeah, yeah. And so you don't catch it as much when you're reading it. Like, I knew that going into it because oh, okay. it was part of the marketing for it. But as you're reading it, um, it's just one long scene. That just keeps going and going right. and going. Well, that's yeah. So, so they basically pulled like you know, uh, a like an uncut scene from a movie or like what they do right. with Daredevil or nineteen seventeen. Right, exactly. It's like the hallway the shot like or something like that. Yeah, right, where it's just one take. One, and that's long that whole take. book was one take. And um, I tell you though, the, it was quick. It's a quick. It read. was quick. Right, but that ending, you're like, please, 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 no, please, no, please, please, right. oh. Well, because it's always about the dogs. Right? It's awful. And I was yeah. like, and then when, when they took the dog in the middle of it, I was like, oh, here we go. John Wick. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's going John Wick on them. It's it's Dick Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Wick. <laughs> Dick Wick. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was your nickname in high school. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's funny. <laughs> oh boy. Ooh, my flush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. On those on that note. Oh boy. Oh man. That was <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> but no, that that <laughs> getting back to the book, uh right. it was a great I thought it was a really good story. I liked the story. It, it was, it but like you said, it was quick, but that was part of that was a product of the the way it was laid out because right, right. it didn't lend it didn't okay. lend itself to like stopping and having panels of dialogue because it was motion like he right. was supposed to be in motion through the whole book so right which which he was right. um oh did you read uh Robin number nine issue nine um, did you read that one yet I don't know I don't think so um fights a guy that's like built out of acid. No. Okay. All right. No. That's, yeah, the, that's yeah. the only thing I could tell you that you'd you'd get it, but yeah, I haven't read that one yet. All right. Like I said, I didn't read a lot last week, but I did go back. Um, something else that we didn't talk about in the news. This is actually from a couple of weeks ago, and you know our shows. We haven't really done a lot of regular shows, but um, George Perez made an announcement. I don't know if you're familiar with this either. Um, mm. George Perez, comic book artist from the 80s. I've talked about him multiple times. My favorite artist growing up, uh, New Teen Titans, all that stuff. Um, announced that he has terminal cancer um, oh. a couple of weeks ago. Um, basically, he has about six months to live, um, has decided to not spend his remaining time seeking any kind of treatment. Like he's just going to live his life and, you know, go out. So, right. um, so I revisited some of his work, um, this last week, because like I said, he was, he was always one of my favorites, if not my favorite artist as a kid. Um, and so I went back and read, uh, JLA Avengers, which I had actually never read before, but it's obviously a Marvel DC crossover took place in like 2003. Um, it's four issues, um, long issues though. They're like 45 pages each or so. Okay. So, so it's basically like a six issue miniseries. But yeah, it, it was fine. Like at the end of the day, it was a late '90s, early 2000s story that was just so convoluted with dialogue and like there was a lot of stuff happening in these books. Ultimately, wasn't the best story I've ever read. But the art is just like putting all those characters together, all the Avengers, all the Justice League, and everybody else. They basically everybody in Marvel and DC was pulled into this yeah. story. And wow. he is known for just doing these giant pinup pages of like every character, you know, and it was just wow. awesome to, to go through and see that. Um, so for me, just reliving some of his artwork and, um, you know, I'm probably going to go through and read some of the Teen Titans stuff and things like that. Cause, um, you know, like I said, I've, I always enjoyed him and it's kind of a bummer that, I mean, he's, you know, not the youngest guy in the world, but he's still young enough that he shouldn't be going through this yet. Um, and um, yeah, so that's right. a bummer for anybody yeah. that like anybody that's a big '80s comic book fan. Um, if you didn't, you know, you love George Perez. You know, yeah. I mean, he did he did it all. So um, yeah, so like I said, uh, we didn't talk about that, which is a bummer. But I read those four issues, which would, like I said. 
cool. ultimately enjoyable for the art, but the story itself was kind of kind of convoluted and not, yeah. <laughs> not the best. <laughs> but well, but again, which is always what happens when you're trying to cram like all nine hundred characters yeah. into into a four like, issue story. So. Just the description of it is convoluted. Yeah. You're like, oh, all yeah. these characters, it's crazy. Everybody but, was yeah. there, yeah. So yeah. it was pretty pretty neat. Cool. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, why don't we wrap up on that for our checkout? Um, yeah. You want to head over to Real World? Sure. All right. Then. All right. Buckle up, everybody. John's had some time. <laughs> I've got a lot here. Put your feet up. Um. Get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it seems more like the list isn't as long as the time it took because a lot of these are entire seasons of things, <laughs> you know. So, um, are you? <laughs> I was like, are you popping popcorn? <laughs> so, getting ready to relax. Yeah. So, first thing, I started watching what we do in the shadows. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Oh. Um, it's. Um, Taika Waititi um, is the okay. producer of the show. It's on Hulu. It's a vampire. I think it's actually on like FX or something, but I'm watching it on Hulu. <clears throat> it's a comedy. It's a vampire comedy show. But um, this is what I'm watching like by myself right now. Like I said, when Lydia's not around, I always try to find shows to watch that she probably wouldn't like. But right. um, my son came and told me, he's like, you got to watch this show. It's great. Um it's been good. I wouldn't say it's great. Um, it does have its funny moments. I'm only like six episodes into like, I think there's like 30 episodes total. So I haven't watched all that much of it, but it's, it is pretty funny. Um, so I think you, you know, you could probably check that out. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. Sex education. We talked about it. I finished season three again. This goes back a couple of weeks. <laughs> we finished that weeks <laughs> ago, but, um, uh, definitely uh, finish that. Did you guys um, watch that one together? Would Jen like it? Yes. Yeah, um, I think so. Lydia likes it. I mean, again, it's in the title. There's a little there's a little bit of raunchy that happens. I mean, it's sex education. Yeah. Little little bit of porkies going on, but it's but it also has a Spying good story. Through a hole in the wall? No, but there's oh. <laughs> there's set. Like I don't know what Jen's tolerance is for <laughs> for watching stuff like that, so it's hard to say. Yes, but, you do. Um, <laughs> well, I knew what it was when we were 18 <laughs> not, um, not very high not yeah. as high as yours <laughs> yeah but um, but yeah I, I think she would like it because at the end of the day there's there is story behind like there's characters there right. it's like euphoria you know what I mean oh, okay. not as bad it's nowhere near as bad with the drug like with the content that euphoria has right but it, it there's there's character development and there's show beyond just the the sex and the comedy stuff. You know what oh. I mean? Um, so, so she I might think, like I it. I actually think not. she might like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might not. Um, all right. The next one, this is the one I was referring to when I talked about watching three episodes and being done. Oh, um, and And then you're, you're going to question me because I actually texted this to you. Uh, Station Eleven. Yeah. On HBO Max. Um I watched the first three episodes of this. <laughs> you bailed? <laughs> I was kind of all in after episode one. 
kind of waning a little bit through episode two, and by the end of episode three, I was done. So really? it, it went so quickly off the cliff for me that... Um, really? What happened? Yeah. I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> like, I don't, it's just... I don't... I, I just... I thought the set like I don't know how much of it you watched because I know None. you started it. Uh, no, oh, I, I thought you start- said you did. I thought you said uh, you had started it. No, I hadn't started it. I I've been looking at it. I, every time I scroll okay. through HBO, I'm like, oh yeah, John said to watch that, so I haven't. This yet. is very like, um, very close to home in the sense that there's a pandemic that that breaks a lot out of that going on. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the first episode was kind of like the beginnings of the pandemic, like. Like we're in right now, like people hoarding, like it was very reminiscent of, of COVID in the beginning days, like people hoarding food and toilet paper toilet and grocery. Paper. So, so all that. that stuff is, all that stuff is kind of going on through episode one. Like people are coming to grips with this pandemic that's hitting episode two. It kind of, it, it jumps, it like jumped like eight months or something. And so now you're like into this pandemic and then the episode three jumped like 10 years or something. Like it just kept jumping and I found it less interesting the further it jumped away from like right. it jumps 10 years to like a post pandemic world where like the pandemic is kind of over, but society is like crumbled. Like it, it, it just destroyed the world. Like it Don't wasn't like the sound of that. Very, very post apocalyptic, you know? Oh, your um, favorite. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's, I was really digging the first episode. I was kind of getting into it. And then by the end, by episode three, I was done. So I, I don't recommend it, but your mileage may vary. You know, like I said, you may, <laughs> you may <laughs> find it different. My mileage may vary. Look at that. Yeah. You may find it different, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I probably won't go back to that one. All right. Um, okay. Watch the Witcher season two. Yes. Um, Excellent. I, I, it was, I guess, like, I kind of didn't like it as much as season one. Um, I really? found it much easier to follow. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah. very, it was very linear in the sense that, like, it was you weren't linear. jumping around. Yeah, you <laughs> weren't jumping around and trying to figure things out. But it did I go back myself, in time at times, but it was well defined. Like, they had flashbacks. It, it was, more. but I was just kind of whelmed by it. Like, it's not really? bad. Yeah, I didn't find it bad at all, but at the end of the day, I liked season one more, I think. See, um, I, what I liked about it is, let me, um, let, me, let me actually agree with you, but I think what is going on by the end of it, when you get to the final episode, and literally the last 10 minutes of it, it basically wraps everything up and tells you, this is just the beginning. Right. Right. And now, so it's like it, it's all world building and but with that in mind, I thought season two was a great like singular story to carry right. you through. And what I didn't understand all the way through the season, and this isn't spoilers or anything, but there are little things there are secondary tertiary stories going on, right? And I'm like, right. what do these have to do with anything? Yeah. Then at the end it all comes together, and that's when... Right. I mean, I enjoyed it all the way through because I like the characters. I mean, Henry Cavill's, like, you know, I told he's Jen, awesome. he's, and he's it, on my bucket list. You know? Right. <laughs> it's like, the it, guy's it, awesome, but... And it did finish stronger. Like, it did finish very strong. I, I agree with you there. Yeah. But I found myself just a little... Again, I don't even want to say... 
bored, but just a little whelmed going well, through yeah. the first whole but, first part of the season. It was just like, yeah, eh, I don't but, know. This is okay, but it's not. Yeah. I, not I, great. I know what you're but, saying because there are times you'll pick your phone up and be like, "What are they yeah. doing?" Now? And you'll do, but yeah. you want to get through it because there every episode there's something very redeeming about it. You want to watch right. the episodes, the the battles with the monsters <laughs> and um all it's but it was that little those little extra stories going on but i actually want to go back and watch it again because knowing what i know now at the end i'm like i'll bet you that those stories mean so much more but we had no idea what that like the elves and all of this stuff that's going on and that's what made me think about carnival row and a lot of elf stories in here and you're like, what am I? Why am I paying attention to this? Right, but it all comes together at the end. It does. It's, yeah. it's um, maybe in a maybe next week we could do a a, a a little bit of kryptonite on it. I have an idea, but maybe oh, you want Language. have to watch it again. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> like, there we because, go. Because because as you see, we'll see. There's a lot more on my list. Yeah, <laughs> like I already don't remember with The Witcher season two. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Um, <clears throat> so going but, back in another week will be tough, but no, I we can have a discussion on it. But yeah, um, but yeah, I really liked it. Really, yeah. I mean, I watched season one twice. So yeah, watch you it did. See, and I never went back and watched the first season again. But yeah, um, but okay. Yeah. Um, all right, we watched Being the Ricardos. Oh, actually, which is so before you before we leave The Witcher. Did you see that? There's another like season coming not of season three but there's another the Witcher, yeah there's uh, a what's it called i i did see it it's I, like michelle yeah. michelle yo i think is in it if i'm not mistaken uh the Witcher but yeah there's like blood a, origin yes i did see it's that it's coming this year coming this year yeah yeah michelle yo but, but that's not the animated show that we also know is coming right because we're supposed to be getting an animated show as well oh really? so so yeah. they're kind of all oh, in yeah, on the Witcher, yeah. yeah at, at but yeah, the um, Blood Origins is it's the history. It's like goes back in history, uh, right. obviously Blood Origins. Um, right. But that looks just the you saw the preview for it right at the end of yes. the season. Yeah. It's like end credit scene or whatever. Right. Um, that looks very well made by the same. It people, does, I and think. I like looks Michelle really, Yeoh. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's always good. So, so looking forward to that. Cool. So. All right, moving on. All right. Um, okay, so, yeah, like I said, I watched Being the Ricardos, which is on Amazon Prime. It's How was the that? story of, of uh, Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it was decent. Um, if you're not familiar, it's Nicole Kidman is Lucille Ball. Javier Bardem is um, Desi. Um, this basically takes place around one week of filming, one episode of the show, but then flashes forward and backwards you know, throughout their lives. Right. Um, it was interesting. Like I knew how famous and how kind of powerful they were in, in Hollywood at the time. But I guess maybe I didn't realize how in like, they were pretty big, pretty big in, Her in Hollywood in particular. Yeah. Her in particular, but that's what I'm saying him too. And that's what I didn't realize. Like you always knew that she was uh, very, like very influential, very famous, very powerful. Um, and like, I, I always thought that he was just riding her coattails, but mm. that's not really the case. Like he's the one that was famous before her and fought to get her 
into things and oh, really? actually yeah and actually helped her career um once the show took off it it swung the other way but he was very responsible for getting her going in you know oh, in the wow. tv show and in hollywood um so yeah it's interesting again i'm not gonna say it was uh, you know wasn't the best movie i've ever seen but it was interesting and i like um i respect lucille ball like i, I was never the biggest fan of the show even yeah. as a kid, it always felt old to me growing up. Well, it was even when we were kids. Well, it right, was old. But, but I can always, but I can appreciate how. Oh yeah, what she did, you know, what mm-hmm. she did, and how funny she was. But I never loved the show, you know. But right, um, but the movie was it. Like I said, it was good. I, I I thought it was pretty good. You know who was a um, huge fan and somebody that we would have um, looked at and been like, oh wow. And he was hugely influenced by Lucille Ball was John Ritter. Oh yeah. And yeah, he, he said like when he did three's company and he did all that, the physical humor and everything that he was Was so influenced by her. Yeah. Yeah. He loved Lucille Ball grew up like wanting, you know, loving that humor and loving everything that she did and, and how she worked like that. And, and it influenced his career. And it was like, and that's somebody that we grew up watching more to our age, you know, watching right. John Ritter. And, well, uh, and she was very influential on my life because she's responsible for right. getting Star Trek. For Star Trek, air, right. You know, which was huge for me as a kid. Right. And even now, I mean, you know, Star Trek brought me to Star Wars and then Star Wars brought me, you know, to everything right. else. The bright side chat. But, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, without them, there's no Star Trek. And so, right. Um, Things would have been different. Because, again, if there was no Star Trek, maybe there wouldn't have been a Star Wars. You know, like, that definitely laid the groundwork for science fiction and... Nah, um, yeah, I mean, know. we had, you know, we had two. I mean, we had other things, had right. Other I know things. we had other things, but, like, and, you know, Trekkies and Star Wars guys will always argue one's better than the other and blah, blah, blah. But, right. like, without Star Trek being there, science fiction would look very different. Yeah. You know, so... Um, so that was a big influence there. Um, we watched The Unforgivable, which was the Sandra Bullock movie on Netflix. Uh, she, I don't know if you saw that. Um, nope, I haven't seen it yet. Good. She, yeah, she was uh, basically um, convicted of murder, spent time in jail, gets out after 10 years, and you know she's trying to put her life back together. Um, again, one of those movies where, like, I'm watching it, and... I'm not feeling bad for her at all. You know what I mean? Like she didn't play a very likable character and I really felt like she was just getting everything she deserved because she wasn't doing anything to help herself. Right. And then and then there's the twist, which always comes like of course. you know, ha- half hour before the movie ends and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> you know. <laughs> So, but yeah, I was, I'm just watching this movie and I'm just kind of getting mad at her the whole time. I'm like, man, you know, you did this and you're coming out, you're not listening to anything anybody's telling you, you're not taking any advice, you're doing all this stupid stuff and keep getting in trouble and it's like, eh, and then, then you're like, oh, okay, (laughs) now, now I feel bad for you, so... Well, you'll—I mean, when you see, know. you'll know when you see it. You'll, you'll know. know what I'm talking about because it's just like she just doesn't come off very likable. Like she just comes off as 
somebody that's making too many mistakes and doing stupid things, and you just don't feel bad for her until right, right. You realize you realize what's driving the whole thing, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, <laughs> it's all so what they always say, right? Like you don't judge somebody from the outside because right. you don't know what you know, you don't know right. what they're what shoes they've walked in or whatever. So absolutely, um, somebody always very, has it worse. Somebody always yeah. has it better, and really um, played out with the, with that character in that movie. Um, okay, next, this one I texted you about. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. Uh, the Harder They Fall, which is also a movie on Netflix. Nope. Um, starred Idris Elba, uh, Jonathan Majors. Um, oh, who else? Um, Zazie Beetz was in it. Uh, Regina oh, okay. King. Lots of, lots of people. Uh, it's a Western movie. Um, um, kind of like The Hateful Eight in a way. Um, very like, not even the hateful eight. It kind of reminded me of Knight's Tale, though. You know the um, yep. Um, what's his name? Joker. Um, Heath Ledger. Heath you Ledger. know where it was like. Yeah. Obviously, it's a period thing, but it has like kind of modern day music and vi- Like it yep, kind of yep. had that kind of feel to it. Um, but it was actually really good. Um, really great movie and just unbelievable. Like, um, for home theater like oh yeah just one of the best you know uh, again this isn't a home theater podcast we always talk about streaming versus physical media and blah 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 but as far as streaming goes this thing was up there with like six underground and some of the other ones that were like really, really good yeah it was really oh, really wow. good um cool uh, you would like it just for that but yeah. then on top on top of it all it was just a really good really good fun movie cool. um so so far i my biggest recommend of, of the list is that one you you definitely need to check it out all right um then the opposite of that was the power of the dog which is also a western stars benedict cumberbatch yeah and um i heard this was bad jesse plemons i think is his name the kid from like friday night lights and mm-hmm. um terrible just like yeah. two and a half hours of like is literally anything going to happen <laughs> like right just nothing happened at all um who was it? oh it had um oh i'm bad with names all of a sudden mj um uh, from the sam raimi movies um oh uh, uh interview uh, with the vampire uh yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah uh, she yeah. was in it as well but yeah just like so dull <laughs> just like like Ugh. Like watching paint dry or listening to the Bright Side Home Theater podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just had to get that out there, you know. Because uh, it's dunks. like it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> um, oh yeah, that was the yeah your, your famous review. My famous um, review: listening to yeah. paint dry in Dolby Atmos. In Dolby Atmos in, or Dolby Surround, whatever. But yeah. Um, um, okay. Um, <laughs> so big. Don't recommend on that one. I wouldn't yeah. waste my time. Um, the movie, not the podcast. The movie, the movie, the podcast is fantastic. Definitely <laughs> worth your time. <laughs> I don't listen to it, but it's definitely worth your time. Yeah, I, um, I just I, can't get to it ever. I don't have enough time. Um, uh, okay. Um, moving right along, um, the Irregulars, which was a series on Netflix, um, kind of based around Stranger Things ish, like a. Uh, teenage-ish kids, but it's 
kind of uh, built around uh, Sherlock Holmes and Watson mythology. Like Sherlock and Watson are here, but they're not the main. Basically, Watson is like taking on these kids yeah. to help them solve like these supernatural cases. Um, so it was a, it was kind of Stranger Things, kind of Sherlock Holmesy. Um, one one season on Netflix, it was fun. Um, again, wasn't wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Um, with the list of things that you have to watch that are better, you'll probably never watch this. But <laughs> um, but if you ever get caught up to the point where there's nothing else, it's it's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, so. <laughs> you're ever desperate like you. I, I'm getting. I was getting desperate by that time. Yeah. It was like I was okay. running out of stuff. Um, all right. So next we had a movie oh. day, and oh um, my God, it's got my blue. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> this was uh, like Tuesday. I, t- I told you this. We got. I got my uh, date and everything now. Blu-ray player. Uh, yeah, set yeah, up yeah. And uh, started watching a bunch of. I had bought a bunch of movies that I had never watched. You know. Oh. So okay. I kind of started going through. A bunch of 4K movies that I that I hadn't seen. So first up, we watched the Hitman's Bodyguard one and two. Um, <laughs> okay, um, I've seen those. Yes, these were fun. Yeah, they were they're fun. Awesome. Again, they're great. Ryan we're, Reynolds, yeah, Samuel Jackson, and then the second I mean, one with her. It's fantastic. Some high, yeah, yeah, yeah they're oh a lot God. of fun. A lot of fun. Very much like. Uh, what was that one? Red Notice or whatever was recently on Netflix. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting for Joe very to see similar, that. very similar feel yeah. uh, to that. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. I felt like he's not my favorite actor. Like I like Ooh. Ryan Reynolds, but he's every hysterical. character is Deadpool. Like every character is Deadpool. Well, to me. every like, character is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, he's not um, an actor. It's like I mean, so that yeah. So but he's like, so he, likable. How do you not? He like is. That? He is likable. But some of the jokes just felt a little dad jokey and a little bit forced. Well, that's the point. But, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, they were they were a lot of fun. Um, um, funny funny side note on that because, like I said, it was a new Blu-ray player. I'd set it up somehow. It was set up to play in music mode and not like movie mode. I, I guess somehow in the installation when I was watching these, it was set up wrong. So I'm watching these movies and I'm like, man, I don't hear anything really happening through. <laughs> so, oh, my, your receiver was in music. It was in music mode oh, so instead it was of spreading like movie the front mode. stage. Yeah, right. That's what it does. So yeah. it was showing Atmos, but oh, it wasn't course. really playing anything. And so I'm like, yeah. man, I'm not really like these movies just must not have very good effects because I'm not no, really no. noticing anything. Yeah, you should have. And a then game I got. Mode. Then I got to the next movie, which I also hadn't seen. 1917 and by then oh boy by then i had fixed that yeah and um yeah that was uh sound all over the place yeah um awesome but yeah awesome movie yeah like i said i i I hadn't seen it so so now you can go back and listen to my podcast about it i can you're right (laughs) um then we watched life which you you told me to watch uh, another ryan reynolds movie um, what you think Rebecca of that? Ferguson. Um, it was it was okay. Like yeah. it was very alien, you know. Um, yeah. I watched it for a Halloween movie. Or like <clears> yeah, you watched it. Vibe. Yeah, so like I found it kind of like alien, not so much horror and 
as it was sci-fi. Um, right. But yeah, it was interesting. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I liked the end of it. I thought the yes. ending was really good. It was good, and it, it was a little, a little rope a dope because you're yeah. That's well, that's yeah. The you're idea. thinking, yeah, yeah. You're thinking you're following one thing, and you end up not. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know that we're going to get a sequel, but it <laughs> definitely not could. Looking good, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Next up, we watched Snake Eyes, which oh, with Nicolas Cage. The, no, no, no. Oh. The GI Joe. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Origins, Snake Eyes, um, had, um, I'm not sure who the actor is that played Snake Eyes, I'd never really seen him, but the guy that played his opposite, uh, Storm Shadow, mm-hmm. is the guy from Warrior on um, okay. HBO Max, yep. he's he's that guy. Um, this is, just, I mean, it is, it's G.I. Joe Origins, uh, Snake yeah, Eyes, so it, it was yeah. his origin, yeah. Um, it was okay. At the end of the day, it wasn't wasn't that good. It's a but, GI Joe movie, John. But it was a G, right, <laughs> right. It was a GI Joe yeah. movie. You know, good martial arts and um, fight scenes and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it wasn't wasn't the best movie. Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, this will surprise you that I've never seen this movie until this week. Um, the Martian. Really? Um, yeah. Which I'm not going to describe because everybody else in the world has already seen it. But I had never seen it. I never owned it, never went to the theater to see it. Wow. Um, so, obviously, you've seen it, so you know. Great movie. Um, yeah. A really good in 4K and Atmo, like, really good stuff happening there. Um, so, yeah, watch that. That's a great movie. I just gave yeah. one away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had ne- like I said, I'd never seen it. Oh, um, wow. Okay, uh, then that took us to Friday, uh, Wednesday. We watched The Book of Boba Fett. Um, Jeez, we're still on Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Why don't we talk about that? Um, yeah. That way I can get involved mm-hmm. a little bit here. Meh. <laughs> Meh. Well, yeah. I think it was, it yeah. was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. We did just come off Hawkeye. We did just come we off did. Of yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. And you're like... I felt like, eh, as well. Yeah. But I was happy to be back with Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, and for I, sure. I think as an opening episode, it was good. Uh, I'm hoping for more. I am I'm too. hoping they elaborate on some more. Um, I liked the um, the flashback. We'll talk spoiler free. Uh, yeah. But the flashback on how he, well, we all know. Who well, we he all know he survived. He, yeah. yeah he so survived spoiled. the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, so how we, we got out of the Sarlacc we got to pit. See, we got to see him get out of the pit. Um, that was pretty and cool. And what, what happened, you know, kind of what happened to him after that on Tatooine. I like how, how they're doing his armor. it. He's um, dreaming it. Yeah. I just felt like some of that was a little slow, but I was okay with it because it was telling the story. Yeah. But I found like when we got to the action scenes that were supposed to be more high energy they weren't quite that great you know what i mean yeah like it just it didn't feel as good as the mandalorian which is done by the exact same team you know oh well not quite i mean no. this was directed by robert rodriguez but yeah. it's written by john Bob favreau yeah. so same team obviously but um i'm hoping i'm hoping for more i'm sure um, they're going to elaborate and they're going to yeah. open up to more stuff and make us go wow I just thought, yeah. like, the first episode really didn't have a lot to make you go, wow. It was kind of, like right. you said, kind of like you felt a little whelmed. 
Right. Like, all right. That w- it was nice, but it wasn't like, oh, wow, you got to see that. You know, it, right. I mean, it was good and it was fun to be back. But yeah, it's, it, it, you know, I yeah. thought Mandalorian season one was better. The first episode. At I, least the first episode. I actually went because, back and watched that. <laughs> well, and I'm trying to think, was it that much better or was it just the fact that it introduced Grogu at the end? Which was kind of like the big but thing. But that's just you know? it. It's like think of what that did. Not only that, right. you had at the beginning of um at the beginning of the episode, he gets his bounty and he puts him into the cryo. Oh, thing, right, right, right. So you had that little flashbacks there on technology that was still being used since you know Han Solo was in one. Um, you had all that stuff going on. There was a lot going. You saw stormtroopers for the first time, and right after the Empire fell. There was a lot going on in that episode, and then they hit you at the end with Grogu, you right. know, which at the time we call Baby Yoda. But yeah. it, it's but this one, that's why we felt whelmed. It's like right. what what at the end of Book of Boba yeah. episode one, what do we uh, nothing. We didn't really yeah, we didn't really yeah. get anything. And um like I said, it felt like even the action scenes that were supposed to be great were just yeah, not so much. Um, and then we introduced a new creature on Tatooine that I was like, okay, where did this guy come from? Which <laughs> you one know? was that? Like uh, the Kraken. Oh, basically yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he was basically the Kraken from yeah. <laughs> Clash of the Titans, um, <laughs> except he was in sand instead of water. Right. Um, but yeah, I was like, well, what's that guy called, and where did he come from? Because right. we've never seen that guy before. But um, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, I like I like that whole thing with the with the um, the Tuscan Raiders, you know, the Sand People and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, the whole so. um, how he had to fight for that and um, right, like how he got their respect and right. just, like I said, the flashbacks, everything that they did, I thought you know is interesting backstory stuff, but nothing super revealing that made you go wow, right? So, all right, moving on. All right, next up. This took us a couple of days, actually. This took us from Wednesday to, like, Sunday. Um, we watched El Chapo three seasons um, on Netflix. So this is not the same people that were doing Narcos, but it was kind of, like, picked up where Narcos ended. Um, you know, because, like, Narcos season three kind of ended with El Chapo coming into his kind of rise to power. And yeah. this this was basically his three seasons of. I mean, it did go back and tell some of the backstory, which was interesting because you were hearing the same names that you heard in the other show, but they were all different actors, different people. Yeah. Um. But you know, it was a lot of the same players. Um. But yeah. Um. Again, kind of fictionalized account of real life events, right? Um. And it was really interesting. I I like I really like watching shows like this. I liked Narcos. And this was ultimately not as good production wise as Narcos was, but it told the it told a different story, so it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that took us all the way up until Sunday because um, it was cool. like it ended up being like thirty four episodes total, I think. <laughs> um, again, keep in mind we were just sick on the couch, like we weren't going anywhere. So, oh, I know we had we had a lot of hours to kill. Um, that like I said, so that took us into Sunday. Sunday we watched Cobra Kai. I texted you later in the afternoon when we were done with that. Yeah, um, 
that was basically like six hours of of Cobra Kai. Um, but we watched all of season four of that. Um, Whelmed. Again, yeah, not quite as good as season three. Um, but I think they did a great job of turning people around. Like, making you care for characters that you shouldn't have cared about before, but then making you, like, angry with the characters that you should that you used to like, you know, because... Well, yeah, they... You like, know... Um, Kreese, you start to by feel... By the end of... By the, we said that well, at the even end of Kreese, season three, we were like, do they take... In season four, do they take Crease and make us feel like he's, like, redeemable? Right. And they did. And you kind of do though a little bit at the, the end, or a little right. bit when he did at the end there. But. but it was more like you know you've been on this roller coaster with Robbie, right? Like season one, you love him; he's the hero. Season two and three, you you, you know you kind of you can see his descent, and you don't really like him anymore. Season four, you don't really like him too much either, but you can kind of start to see him walking the path back to the light side again. Yeah. Um, then you've got like I don't know, like. I don't want to spoil things, but like, yeah, don't, yeah. We basically, talk, all right. So we'll I'll say this week. I'll say this without spoiling it, though. The last fight in the last episode, or basically the championship match for the whole All Valley tournament, went the way I wanted it to go. <laughs> like at the end of the day, you wanted that character to win more than the other one because they turned the way you felt about both of them. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you know who I'm talking about, right? It's the final match. You have to know who it was. Like, you yeah. know, you, you know who I'm talking about. And you're kind of like, I even said to my wife before it starts, I kind of hope this one wins, <laughs> you know? Nah, because... Really? Because, yeah, because the other one's been kind of like a B through the whole thing, and... The other one, yeah, you're kind of yeah. starting to feel bad for her, and yeah. then, yeah, then you have the whole thing with Silver getting involved, and you find out, well, right. you don't even know what really happened, but... Well, um, yeah, you do. Now, and, yeah, we'll talk about now, it next week. That's again, a good kryptonite for next week. Now, not really spoilers, but the, in the very first episode, right, they show Crease calling Silver. And that was at the end of season three. Yeah. Right. Right. But so the it opens with the, with the with that scene in season four, first episode. Right. Right. And he doesn't answer the phone. And I was thinking, how awesome would it be if he's not in this season at all? Like <laughs> we we went through the whole year thinking, oh my god, it's going to be Terry Silver and this and that, and he just doesn't answer the phone, and that's it. Like <laughs> I thought that would have been so awesome. <laughs> just like, oh. Crease, hang it up. He's gone. Obviously, that's not what happened. But <laughs> right. <laughs> but even with all that whole thing, like, like again, he turns into a giant d bag at the end. But he didn't start out that way, and it was no kind of like <laughs> right. No, I know. It's kind of like Daniel that pushed him that way. You know what I mean? Because he's like. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I was completely wrong to do this when I was a kid. And Daniel was just like, no, you know, not accepting your apology, not listening yeah, but to you. you. Think, oh, yeah, but I don't blame but he was, saying But that, he was but sincere at that point when he was I saying it. I don't know. I, I don't think know he was. was. I don't know. I think he was. And I don't then, know if he was. 
and, and then it's like I don't know, like who hasn't watched it already that that cares? Like it's hard to talk mm. about these things without well, spoiling we can do some it. stuff. We'll do it next but, week. We'll do a kryptonite next week. I don't know. That. My point being, I just think they did a great job of like sucking you into certain characters that you Absolutely. shouldn't have been. Yeah, and then kind of starting to turn a little bit on some of the characters that you liked. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. are like turning into jerks. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, yep. So I thought they did great with that. Um, last but not least, watch the Harry Potter special on. Oh, HBO. really? How was that? I, Meg I know and I you probably haven't, haven't watched it. Well, we haven't and don't it yet. We don't finished. watch it. Let me if you haven't seen the movie. List. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say, if you haven't no, seen the there movie, there is another host don't watch here, it. and I can I can tell you the stuff I've watched. But I'm wh- I'm waiting we'll for see. you to. No, I'm <laughs> waiting for you to tell me. I was just going to say, don't watch it until you've watched the last movie, right? Right. Because right. It, it will spoil it for you, right? Um, feel free now to to give me your list, <laughs> which I know I now now includes Harry Potter Part Two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, Deathly Hallows Part Two. So we'll start yeah. with that. Um, yeah, Meg and I watched that the other day when we're both home with COVID. So we, we went and watched that really, really good, obviously. Uh, and that, that was our intention was to watch that and then move on to the special. Um, so we haven't done that yet. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. The special. Yeah. Pretty good. Like I said, it's it's like 90 minutes. It's, I mean, it is what it is. You know what it is going into it. It's a reunion special. Right. Right. For, um, the first movie's 20th anniversary. It's, um, it's funny because remember, like, we'll we'll still do our show. We've been, you and I have talked about it. We got to get, we did. We didn't really, Dr. we didn't Joe's really get back to, to it. work. So it's yeah. a little tougher now. So, but I'll get in touch with him and we'll, uh, we'll do our show. Our final, uh, Harry Potter show. It doesn't mean it's our final show. Which but, I'll have uh, to watch again anyways because I haven't seen I'll it. I'll watch in a while. it again. Yeah. But at the end of it, at the end of that episode, at the end of that movie, I looked at Meg and I was like, what was the play about? Because the first Harry Potter thing that Meg saw was the play. Was she the never play. saw the movies. And she goes, it's about the kids. Yeah, <laughs> I go, it's about the kids. Oh my God. I'm like, didn't that kind of ruin it all for you? And she's like, no, it was good. I loved the play. And then it's just like watching the end and then going back and watching the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The like origin. every TV show you watch these days that starts out with the end of the episode right. and then and then says 24 hours earlier and then you watch hey, all exactly. that stuff that happened, which was cool the first time they did it, but now it irritates now me it's because it's like every show. Yeah. But yeah, well, I remember her saying that way back when we first started doing the shows. Right. That she saw that play and it was about the kids and I thought I had mentioned that to her. Like, didn't that like, yeah. you know, kind of spoil some of it for you? Yeah. But, Again, not to spoil the special at all, but there was just one line in it where they were talking about the end of that movie, and they're like, we look better today than they made us look <laughs> at the end of that movie. Oh, really? Like, yeah. all those actors who are actually now 20 years older, older. Than, they actually look better in real life than they were made to look <laughs> well, <laughs> at I the thought, end of that movie. Well, Because they fu- put, they, you know, Ron had the fat suit and the yeah, hair yeah. and all that stuff, and he still looks pretty good what i thought was funny is they didn't really age hermione no she she looked great but yeah all the guys they like aged the bejesus out of them but they were it was probably like they came to her and she went "Uh uh-uh i ain't having a part of that (laughs) like but when you look at radcliffe and them now they look better yeah (laughs) they look bad yeah yeah so So, uh but yeah 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 it was pretty good saw that Uh, a couple of 4k discs for you i watched uh 
No Time to Die in 4K. Definitely check yeah, that out. Yeah, I haven't out. picked it's it up yet. Beautiful. Gorgeous I'm sure it looking. Is, yeah. Gorgeous looking movie. Uh, Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad in 4K. That's an absolute blast. Um, very colorful, great sound. Um, yeah. Joe and I watched Die Hard in 4K again. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did because it was Christmas time. It was Christmas. Um, let's see. Book of Boba Fett. Did you watch Lethal there. Weapon 2? No, I didn't watch also, that this year. Lethal Weapon also, not also, Lethal Weapon 2. No, too. I did not watch that this year. Um, <laughs> or Rambo, see. right? Isn't yes, that the other I, Christmas first movie? Blood. First Blood, I yeah. did. Yes, I did watch that this year. Uh, <laughs> Jen and I finished uh, Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu yeah. with Nicole How Kidman. How was that? Uh, Jen really, really liked it. I'm yeah. like, eh, it's, <laughs> excuse me. It's about a lot of, it's about drugs. It's a, yeah. And not like it's about drugs in a um, medicinal way, like using right. psilocybin and stuff for medicinal purposes and stuff. And Nicole Kidman kind of uh, is doing research for it. And that's what she, she gets a group of people in, Nine Perfect Strangers, and how they all handle everything. And it's, it's decent. I think you guys would yeah. like it. Um, it's crazy. It's fun. It's weird. It's upsetting. And uh, we this- we may watch it because, like I said, we are like done. Like no. towards the end of the week, we were like oh. combing. Watch this. this. Stuff, I got another. I got another watch. one for you then, if you haven't seen two. But um, yeah, definitely check out Nine Perfect Strangers. There's one character in it I absolutely hated. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you after you've seen it which one it is. But it's a great they they do a great job with the character. You're, I mean, I'm, I felt like it's like, that's what you're supposed to be like, but I'm just like, right. I had no patience, no patience for this character. Um, plugging along on for all mankind, it, it season one still, but I, I was watching, yeah. I was really plowing through the Witcher. So I was enjoying that. Right. Um, uh, vigil. Have you seen that? I've, well, I've I haven't seen it, but I've seen it's on it. Peacock. Like I've, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. It is really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's like so it's a submarine mystery investigation type thing. Like so yeah. something happens on the submarine. Uh this is all it's uh this is put out by the BBC. So it's Yeah, all I watched British the trailer stuff. for it. It's yeah, really, I, really good. I just haven't seen it's it. It's got yet. um Rose uh Leslie plays um what's her name from game of thrones she was uh john snow's wife kit harrington's yeah, wife okay yeah 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 um what's the name in the show you you greet you greet yeah you greet is it you greet yeah. you greet so she's one of the investigators in it you'll notice some other people in it that you do know from other places some of the guys some of the right i don't know about any of the other women but that wrote the yeah rose leslie her, i rose, noticed yeah. right we noticed right away and you're like oh okay she's in it but other than that, I mean, don't watch it because of her. It is right. really, really good. It's like we're like four episodes into it. We can't wait to finish it. Um, it it's it goes in a direction. It starts in one direction, goes in another direction. Uh, it really good. And so there's an investigation going on on the submarine, and at the same time, um, that uh, Rose Leslie's character is playing. She's investigating on land. And they're go, you know, they're both investigating what happened with the British Royal Navy to right. let this happen. Let's just say, but check it out; it's awesome, okay. awesome. Yeah, so we good. might watch it. 
Um, I forgot one more thing I did watch. My first IMAX enhanced movie on Disney Plus. Oh, what'd you uh, see? Shang Chi. Oh yeah. Watch Shang Chi. Which I own the disc, but I which I almost watched the disc, but then I wanted to check it out. I wanted to check out the IMAX enhanced. Yeah. Which that entire movie was IMAX. Right. Like it it wasn't like in yeah. and out like some of the other ones were. Yeah, it was but, the third one. Uh, uh Endgame and Infinity War are the only other two that are full full, full yeah. Full IMAX enhanced. Um, yeah, I mean, we already talked about the movie. Obviously, I liked the movie a lot. I enjoyed it just as much the second time around. But the IMAX Enhanced was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, again, I'm, I don't have a big... My screen isn't as big as yours. So it didn't look a whole lot different than just regular 16 by 9 stuff for me. Did you go back and forth on it, though? Because you can... No, right but that's the thing. Forth. I haven't... I didn't do that. Check that out. Lydia, Lydia like, and I were watching it as a movie. She wasn't interested in... Like me yeah. sitting there doing A B testing on it, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. I might do that when I you know, when I have time alone. Watch but. that scene that I told you about before from uh, Black Panther. It's right at the beginning yeah. when he goes when he first gets to Wakanda and watch that scene even on your TV. I mean seventy five inch, right. it's still a difference because now you don't have the bars at the top and the bottom. Right, right, right. And when he first goes in, they gradually go away and it just looks so much Wakanda looks so much cooler, so much yeah. larger than life actually so it's pretty cool check that out uh um, you know how uh, did you watch the little ted lasso thing for christmas yes that was yeah. pretty good i that mean it was, was only good. like four minutes long or i something. know it was, it was I pretty it, short i thought it was an it was episode fun. jen and yeah. i sat down the just the other day we we're like what do you want to watch we're like oh let's watch something fun because we weren't feeling well and i'm like let's watch yeah, something fun we're long. having dinner and she goes all right so we sit down and i go let's put she goes put on that ted lasso show i'm like that's right i put it on I'm like it's four friggin' minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I like, still, Roy Roy had, like, the bright side treatment. Like, he was getting Captain yeah. america Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that exactly. was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, it was really good. Um, <laughs> Captain america Um, So, yeah. Uh, the other one, this, it's on Peacock. We saw it on Peacock, but it's actually a show that's on NBC. It's a new show called American Auto. Have you Mm-mm. seen it? It's a sitcom. No, I and Is it's it? yeah, it's on it's on it's on NBC. Uh, it's got two episodes out now. We watched them both on Peacock. We can't wait for the third episode. But yeah, <clears throat> it's it's like The Office. It's okay. just like the it's shot like The Office. And they act like The Office, but it's so like you'll love it. We were crying laughing. Me, Meg, and Jen, we were crying laughing because it's so like not politically correct. Like they right. say everything wrong. Like I'll, I'll give you an idea. Like the opening scene is it's it's about a a car company, a fictional right. car company, and they have the opening scene is they have this self driving car, and they're driving around and they're test driving it on their test track, and it's got like these little cardboard cutouts of people that come out in front of them, and it's supposed to. There's no brakes. There's nothing in the car to power the car. They're right. you're just a passenger, so whatever happens, you can't correct it. Right. And these characters. <laughs> coming out and the car stopping for them and then up ahead is one of the guys that works on the factory and he happens to be black and he's talking to this other guy and he wanders out into the path and the car comes along just runs him over (laughs) (laughs) like what happened and they investigated it and because the cameras the way they work they don't see black people But the designer of the car is a black guy, and he's just like, yeah. it was so funny. And like, we, made, we made the first racist car, and oh, they're just, 
<laughs> you gotta see it. It's some of the lines that they say. So, and the car happens to be white. It's this big oh, white geez. car. So they're like, "Yeah, your your uh, your clan mobile." They call it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like it was an accident. It's just an oversight. <laughs> like, yeah, well, right. nice oversight. But like all the cutouts were just, you know, they're just cutouts of people, but they weren't right. colored people. <laughs> so it, it, it saw them. It, that's but that's funny. just the beginning. And then all the other stuff they do, the woman running the company keeps stepping in it. Like she making mistake after mistake. It's just really, really good. Okay. So funny. I'll get that. So I, I forgot to mention too, that's the way that what we do in the shadows is, <laughs> it's also like the office. So, oh yeah, it's like a camera crew following around a, a family of like a coven of vampires that are like, oh really, <laughs> killing people. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, that's actually what makes it funny is that yeah, you know, they're doing interviews and talking about it after they've killed somebody, and yeah, it's pretty, you know, pretty good. Yeah, this but. one, it, it's not shot like that. I mean, it looks and feels like that, but it's not supposed to be like the camera crew following them around, right? But uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, definitely check that out, American. It's, they just started, and I think another episode is dropping this week. Uh, okay. But that's on NBC, so that's regular TV. Right. Well, I have Peacock, though. Yeah, I, mean, there I you have go. Peacock. And you can get that, too. Um, and you know what else is on Peacock? What? Space 1999. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. I, I haven't started seen that, that. since the, like, the 70s. You won't, even, you won't even realize what we were watching. It's It was actually pretty good. It's wicked, like dated it's old yeah but it was pretty cool i watched two episodes of it so i'm gonna watch some more and the last thing i'll wrap up on is uh, i started watching super friends again on hbo max yeah just when i need something to watch and nobody's around i'm like sitting down to just watch a couple of those yeah yeah, and uh ted knight cracks me up yeah it's like What you do for your acting career, because go and watch Super Friends and listen to Ted Knight and he, he, like the crazy voice that he's talking in. I can't even do it right now. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, but it's like, it's so like, you got to hear it. It's, you're like, you know, it's Ted Knight, but it's like, he'd never talk like that in a million years. (laughs) From the cosmic legends of the universe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, crazy. But yeah, I started, there's like 11. 11 oh, there's seasons? a ton of that. Yeah, I was watching. I watched the first couple of seasons at the store when it was on um, um, DC Universe. Yeah, and yeah. yeah sup- they're super dated, but they're you know I watched all the Wendy and Marvin episodes, and then you, yep. know, you get to the Wonder <laughs> Twins, and um, yeah, I yeah, thought I would have flown fun. through. I put it on one night when I went to bed, and it was on when I woke up, like because it just keeps playing, and right. I thought I would have flown through it, but. Every ep- um, episode's like 45 minutes long. They were hour-long yeah. episodes. Yeah. And there's 12 seasons, and I don't even know how, you know, 11 or 12 seasons, and I don't know Yeah, how and many, they probably had like 20 episodes per season. season. Like, there's a yeah. lot of episodes. There's a lot. Yeah. So, a lot to take in there. Yeah. So, uh, and that's that's about it for me. So, um, is that it? I think so. You're going to get out of here and get back to your couch so you can watch some more. <laughs> now that I've yeah, given well, you a couple, you got Vigil yeah, and I was you gonna have say, uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I don't have much to watch right now. I've got, uh, well, I mean, and I'll say in between all of this, uh, you know, again, remember that list is like three weeks 
wrong right. because no, we haven't talked about <clears throat> I didn't watch all that in a week. But I also squeezed in like three or four soccer games per week because I'm watching a ton of soccer. Like I'm super are into you really? soccer. All, yeah. Oh, uh, now you are getting watched old. watched all my um you know, watched the Patriots games. Still watched like yeah. you know, um Yellowstone. Like I still watched a bunch of other stuff too. I, I like, just didn't bring it up. I like you how know. you're like, hey, I have a busy life. I've also watched. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't moved. <laughs> well, that's the, I say that because I have a soccer, I have a, a game to watch. That's actually oh, what I'm going to go do I'm when sorry. we're done. But, All right. So we'll wrap up. And then so I'll watch something. Then I'll watch something Get to else, the pitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they're all recorded. They're all on oh, Peacock. Okay. So I'm not watching any of them live because I don't live in London. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> I'm watching them all on Peacock. But... All right, but I'm super into soccer now. <laughs> like, <laughs> what got you into that? I I watched. Um, you know what got me into it was when, well, that a little bit. But remember back when, um, Steve and Ralph watched. Uh, uh they watched a game because of Ted um, Lasso. Because yeah. of Ted Lasso, I watched that same game. I watched the game that they were watching. And I got into it, and then I started watching other games, and then like I've watched like I'm I'm following like two teams because I can't decide which team I want to follow because it's not like growing up in Boston, you know, you follow the Red Sox because you're from there. Like I don't have a team like to follow that well, that I'm that I'm tied like to Sox, because of it, don't the Red Sox own Liverpool? Well, that's the whole thing. So I started <laughs> rooting for Liverpool because John Henry owns Liverpool. And so that's the team I had kind of decided I was going to follow. And the first few games, I just watched them. Um, but then I came across Manchester United, who has... Man, you. <laughs> well, they have the only player that I had actually ever really heard of, Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo. Not that like I knew who he was, but he right. was a soccer player that I had heard of. Just one of the so most I famous like, ones ever. <laughs> well, right, but... Since Bayley I mean, I don't retired. Wa- but I don't watch soccer, <laughs> right. you know. Well, he got transferred to Man U. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll start following that team. So now I'm watching two games per week. The problem is they're both, like, bitter rivals. So it's like being a fan of the Red Sox and the Yankees. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so you really can't do both. So I, I'm, like, really having a hard time deciding which team I want to follow. So I just watch both games every John, week. You know, you, know? you can follow both because nobody's coming to your house and beating you up over it. But the thing is, ultimately, they play each other. You have to pick one. You know, like. I, yeah, but they're not going to hurt you. <laughs> I, I know they're not going to hurt. They're not going to hurt me if I like the Red Sox and the Yankees either. But, um, Ooh, I don't know. well, some people might. But so what I did, what I said was they played each other not too long ago. And I was like, oh, I'll, whichever team wins. I'll I'll make that the team that I'm going to follow. Let me guess, but, they ended in a tie. No, no, oh. Liverpool, I mean uh, Liverpool kicked the crap out of them. It was like five to nothing. It wasn't even close. Um, the the at the end of the day, Liverpool is a good team, and Man U is actually not that good. But I have a soft spot for them now, so I still keep rooting for them. <laughs> so, like I'm like following both of these teams um, and watching. They play twice a week, so I'm watching like four games a week of soccer. Oh, <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, I got into it because of Ralph and and Steve and Ted Lasso, yeah. and um, it's actually pretty like you know again. There's a lot of games where it's zero zero or one zero, right. 
and it seems like it wasn't very entertaining, but they actually are pretty entertaining. They are, yeah. Because a lot of stuff is happening. They're just not, you know, they're just not scoring. Right. So, yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm super into that right now. <laughs> so there you go. Um. All right. All right. So yep. yeah. Wrap up. That's that's our sports segment. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Our> sports. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me, kid. I know. All right. All right, let's get out of here while I still can. All right. All right, that'll do it for this week. Um, what do we have? Well, ooh, two hours we went. There you go. And yes. It was all real world. It was all John's real world. I, I, I told you it would be. I know, week, so. I know. Yep. <laughs> Next week it'll be, maybe we'll get in a little crypto. Well, it'll be a lot too. shorter, yeah. yeah I won't we'll, have as much, yeah. <laughs> as much to watch. So. so, All right. We will be back next week with more books, more shows, more everything, more comic book store talk, conversation, chat, whatever you want to call it. Uh, in the meantime, you can reach us at brightside underscore chat, or you can reach John exclusively at Arkham Comics with an X. He will reply if you're talking about Doctor Who. Or uh, soccer. Or soccer. <laughs> there you go. Or soccer. Great. Now we're going to get soccer comments, too. Yep. <laughs> That'll football actually football. Sorry, <laughs> can't call it soccer. Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Get us get the questions, comments in for next week, and we'll talk about it then. And we'll go over uh, Manchester United and Liverpool scores. There you go. All right, everybody. Have a great week. I will be back next week. Take care, everyone. Wait. Yeah. I- Spaced out. (laughs) Hey, Fred.